What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And apparently, our friend, our dear Lord and Savior, the founder, the creator of Bitcoin, Craig Wright, is not having a super great day or night wherever he is watching or listening in from. And I hope he doesn't watch or listen in because if he does, I will probably get sued for saying anything remotely negative. Of course, you know, this is all parody and this is not this is not in actuality and, and this is a legally binding document by watching this. You cannot sue me. But Craig Wright uh, was in court today and apparently broke down sobbing during his cross-examination. And we have some information from the crypto Twitter legal team, which as always is fantastic. Shout out to our man Pally on that. We also have a JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs apparently talking about crypto in some way or another. Really interesting stuff now that Facebook has kind of opened the door after our JP, Jamie Dimon and, and JP Morgan were already in the door a little bit. But a lot of things to discuss and to have a conversation about uh, in today's episode. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about my friends over at Roan. If you haven't heard about Roan, you are absolutely missing out. Roan is a men's performance lifestyle premium activewear brand that is engineered for unparalleled quality and comfort. Whether you are training in the gym or hopping on an international flight, they are your new go-to men's clothing brand. My favorite, again, is the workout shorts and shirt. They are fantastic. They fit great. They look great. Uh, and they are simply wonderful. Roan makes something for the modern man regardless of the occasion. So whether you're looking for premium shorts, shirts, tank tops, socks, swimwear, Roan has clothing to fit your needs, whether it's in the office, on the flight, on the commute, or in the gym. And now they even have the Roan Commuter Collection, which is the performance alternative to the everyday workwear. No longer do you have to wear the stuffy office gear. You can have everything from pants, polo, shirts, and shorts in lightweight, comfortable, and wrinkle-free attire. And now if you go to roan.com slash Bobby today and use promo code Bobby, you'll get 20% off your first purchase. Again, that is R-H-O-N-E.com slash Bobby, promo code Bobby for 20% off roan.com slash Bobby, promo code Bobby. Let's go. I do want to say a quick thank you and shout out to a lot of individuals for their support on yesterday's announcement. Uh, both on Twitter, a lot of you guys had, had some really nice things uh, to say via email as well as in the YouTube comments. So I, I do want to thank you after yesterday's announcement of the launch of Proof of Talent. The response so far has been really strong. We have a number of positions that we're recruiting on right now. I've seen a lot of your resumes as well. Uh, so we'll be reaching out uh, according to the you know the availability that, that we have and really excited about continuing to serve the industry as a whole. And we'll we'll keep you guys in the loop on the different positions that we have open at Proof of Talent because there are a number of opportunities available right now. But I really just wanted to say thank you guys for your support. It really means a lot. Uh, it's it's a definitely a risk that I'm taking doing this. So <laughs> having some people say some somewhat nice things is is always fun to uh, you know and 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 helpful to see. But hopping into it outside of the you know not so nice things or there's so nice things that are happening we have our man the alleged or not so alleged bitcoin inventor craig wright aka satoshi aka potentially fake toshi aka uh dr litigious uh likes to sue people craig s wright and so he's been in court for a lawsuit between dave Kleiman 
and his estate. So Dave Kleiman died, and apparently with Dave Kleiman, his estate or the basically the people that have some kind of ownership over his assets are suing uh, Craig Wright, saying that Craig Wright owes Dave Kleiman a bunch of Bitcoin to the tune of billions of dollars worth alleging that he is actually Satoshi. So kind of putting the ball into Craig Wright's court to prove that he is uh, indeed Satoshi, which he obviously says all of the time. So in today's in today's court case, or in today's kind of cross-examination, there were a number of different uh, components where Craig was visibly upset, kind of on the verge of crying, sobbing. And I thought it was, number one, kind of funny because I think he is he's put some people in some interesting scenarios, but looking at the reaction from the crypto Twitter squad of lawyers, there are a number of lawyers out there that like to kind of look at the cases that are occurring in the crypto landscape. And Stephen Paley is one of those. And he was, he's been following this case really from day one, which has been great to see if you want to follow Stephen, if you don't do so yet, I'd recommend it just on, on the topics of legal information in the crypto landscape. He is amongst the best, if not the best. I've met him in person. Good dude. Likes beer. Likes a lot of great food. So that's 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 my sales pitch for Steven. But going down to uh, going down to what this case or what the issues with a lot of this case is is actually Craig Wright uh, being held in contempt. And <laughs> the one thing that Steven said is his read from afar, and this was as of this afternoon after the uh, court was was finished. But basically his read from afar is that Craig Wright is fucked or excuse me, Craig Wright is effed and saying that it is played out almost exactly as he has expected and then said, forgive the language, but it's hard to understate how completely fucked this guy is. So it's going to be really interesting to see what ends up happening with this court case because you have a person in the crypto space that has obviously number one said he is Satoshi. Um, number two has kind of played up the court system as as like a, a, a moat for himself and that he can use to his own advantage. And it seems like the court system in the United States uh, is is not a fan of of the way uh, Mr. or Dr. Craig S. Wright conducts business. So how this will pan out should be kind of fascinating to watch. And the initial reactions from the lawyers I've seen have not been good and. That's something I think you want to consider if you are a uh, big Satoshi's eyeball vision guy uh, in the Bitcoin space. If you are, I don't know why you are. I, I think you should get your head examined, but something to consider because I think a lot of the trading goes on how these how, how the courts rule in this stuff because it is so dependent upon that. The other kind of counterpoint to that, though, if you're looking at this from a BSB price standpoint and you're looking at speculation, uh, one of one of my uh, friends in the space said this, you know, Craig Wright basically got embarrassed in court today. So what does somebody with a maybe you know fragile ego do that has a lot of money when he gets embarrassed in court, pumps the price of his cryptocurrency? So that individual is actually expecting, you know, you might look at this and say, oh, wow, BSV is, is screwed because Craig Wright got embarrassed in court today. And there is a legitimate possibility that he's in, in some pretty big trouble with the courts in the United States. Now, the, the logical thing might be for you to think, oh, wow, BSV is screwed because it is so reliant on Craig. On the other end of the spectrum, though, it is a highly illiquid cryptocurrency with somebody with a lot of money that can potentially uh, pump the price of it. So 
So just something to keep in mind when you look at, at playing one move or another, if you're looking at this just from a BSV price uh, speculation standpoint. Now, another thing I think worth tracking is JP Morgan and Jamie Dimon's comments that came out today on cryptocurrency and on the companies in the space. And this is pretty interesting. And I, I do think it's it's actually relevant. And, and he, in some cases, understands and actually very much understands uh, that there is a pretty realistic threat. And there are a number of companies that are looking to replicate the banking system and kind of twofold. You have number one, you have you know things like Bitcoin that are looking to replicate uh, what central banks provide to humanity really at this point in time in terms of a fiat currency. Uh, but you also have companies out there like places like MakerDAO, uh, as well as other companies, maybe things like you know, BlockFi or Compound Finance or Dharma, things like that, that are replicating certain aspects of the uh, banking system within cryptocurrency, you know, the, the essentially loans on the blockchain, a lot of different things like that. So Jamie Dimon was interviewed in Yahoo Finance and then said that, number one, he hadn't spoken to Facebook about Facebook coin, but said blockchain is very real. He doesn't like to say Bitcoin, but he says blockchain. The whole blockchain, not Bitcoin. I think Jamie is firmly in that in that camp. Uh, but he says, I think the competition is very real. We're going to have competitors, whether it's a cryptocurrency competitor, specifically competing, you would think, with JP Morgan coin or if another fintech competitor. We're going to have competitors. I tell our people, don't guess. You know they're there. You know they're coming. You know they want to eat our lunch. Assume it. And I do think it is a, a good point because there are, and, and I've talked to a lot of companies in the space that definitely want to eat JP Morgan's lunch when it does come down to banking and the financial system, uh, as well as the services that they offer. So the the fact that he recognizes that is is good in some ways, maybe bad in the other, because when you look at that, there is no, maybe there's no real naivete as far as you know, these, these companies aren't a threat to our business. They're not, they're not competition. I think that does sound like the first step is, is maybe the first step might be denial, but the second step is, oh, I realize that there actually is competition coming from this space. And there actually are companies that are developing tools and solutions and technology that might be beneficial to the customer that we're going to have to compete against. So I do think it is pretty interesting watching how this space is unfolding. And to that point, Obviously, JP Morgan has been in the space for a while or in talking about it publicly. You know, Jamie Dimon has said Bitcoin is basically bullshit before, but then they come out with JP Morgan coin. Uh, now you also have Goldman Sachs hinting that they may might launch their own JP Morgan like cryptocurrency, which is pretty fascinating. And this came through. They have a new CEO in place, David Solomon, who's also a DJ, which is funny, but uh, Solomon continued to say that assume all major financial institutions around the world are looking at the uh, potential of tokenization, stable coins, and frictionless payments. So when you look at that quote and you think about your thought process on the industry, and I think this is, to be honest, a pretty bullish statement in general. Not only is this about, hey, maybe, you know, they're, they're, looking, at, uh, they're looking at doing a similar type of cryptocurrency to what JP Morgan is doing. But if you look at that statement, and if you think about what that means for the industry, that is massively, massively bullish and positive for the industry. You have the CEO of one of the most famous banks, one of the most famous firms in the world saying that 
you have to be assuming that every single major financial institution around the world, not just in the United States, not just in Europe, not just in Asia, or you know, spread about, assume all major financial institutions around the world are looking at the potential of tokenization, which is one thing, stable coins, which is another, JP Morgan coin, things like USDC, DAI, Tether, whatever, and frictionless payments. So things maybe like Libra, things like uh, some of the rapid cryptocurrency payment tools, whatever it might be. I think that alone goes to show how much thought and emphasis and, and mind space is being taken up in this industry. And I think it is really being taken seriously. I think you are absolutely crazy personally to think that the traditional finance world is not conducting significant research, doing significant trials on the benefits that they might receive, whether for themselves internally, externally, to pass along to clients, to pass along to themselves, to shareholders, whatever it might be, it is a really positive development for the industry as a whole. And if you look at how big the industry is, it is still so small and the use cases are still going to be growing so rapidly. Um, I think that you know whether or not you like Goldman Sachs, they have a reputation as the vampire squid. They have a you know bad reputation from the financial meltdown in the, you know, 2008, 2009, whatever, whatever you think about Goldman Sachs, the fact that they're looking at this and saying that every single major financial institution is evaluating the potential uh, and determining if they might be able to utilize some of these technologies, that is a very, very positive thing for the industry. And if you don't think so, I think you're a little bit nuts. Um, so definitely something to keep in mind. Now, not everything in this is related to you know, speculative assets. Not everything here is is related to, to Bitcoin, which I think does still power the majority of other cryptocurrencies out there. But it all is worth considering as you continue to look at the industry. I remember I made a video, it was I think in, in February of, of this year, where I created a video kind of in the heart or pretty close to the heart of the bear market. But I think a lot of people were feeling down about things. Granted, I think a lot of people are feeling more positive about the industry as we go forward. But I think a lot of people are feeling down. A lot of people are feeling negative. And I made a video about you know reasons to, to feel positive about cryptocurrency. And I talked about you know, all the different companies that were building in the space the, you know, that had uh, platforms available, whether it was AWS, Amazon rolling things out, Oracle, IBM, uh, JP Morgan with Quorum, you know, all the different development that was being done, all the different investment into the space. And I think this kind of continues to layer onto that where... The industry is here to stay, in my personal opinion. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it will continue to absorb absorb value from traditional players. I think traditional players will continue to evaluate how they can either benefit from that or you know, learn from it as much as possible. But the cat's out of the bag as, as far as what's happening with this industry. And I don't think people can put a stop to it. It's a matter of, I don't think the traditional players entrenched players can put a stop to what's happening in cryptocurrency. The only thing I think that they can do is evaluate it and learn how it can help their business and improve it as much as possible. And I think that's what a lot of them are doing. So would love to hear your thoughts on that as well in the YouTube comments, if you're watching there or on the podcast as well. Outside of that, guys, like I said, I really do appreciate all the kind words yesterday, whether it was on Twitter, or on YouTube, it means a ton for me. Thank you so much. Crypto Bobby signing out. I hope you have a good one. Peace.